there's two things you always count on in September, right? Football mm-hmm. season starting and Beyond Fest breaking the internet. That's right. In the garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Wall. Mm, Kickstart 920. 920. 920. 920. Beyond Fest tickets went on sale Friday and then they didn't. <laughs> and then they were off two minutes later. <laughs> and, and, they, and Beyond Fest tickets went on sale Saturday. And we, then they went offline <laughs> and then they went back online. <laughs> so we made a crack about it when we did a little Beyond Fest uh, announcement on Thursday. From the last time I bought any tickets was in 2018. And sure enough, they had a, a problem with uh, Eventbrite this time. Broke the internet. Broke the internet again. Some people got tickets on before they think shut down on Friday, but the bulk of uh, ticket sales were reset up again for Saturday yeah. morning. And somehow, weirdly, my credit card got charged for 300 tickets to the Michael Mann double feature. Yeah. So if you guys want, uh, you Hit can me up. go to Raven Shattuck on Twitter and he'll DM him and he'll hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's a joke. We, it's all sold out. That's, that was, that it was is all weird, sold out. It's uh, all yeah. sold out. And it, lots of things have been selling out. Kind of out. the only thing that the Arrow did sell out. <laughs> right. Uh, they're having trouble selling some tickets for the Arrow. I think Lamb. I think Lamb was like one of the few that sold out, right? Yeah. Something that oh, I found interesting on Friday when tickets went on sale, or maybe it was late Thursday night after we recorded, but some people had were taking umbrage with the fact that the Hollywood Legion Theater is the bulk of, you know, some of the bigger stuff like uh, Halloween Kills is on the first, and um, as well as uh, Titan. Is that how it's pronounced? Titan? How do you pronounce that? I don't know. Which one? Sorry, is it say, pronounced say Titan or is it pronounced Titan? The the movie that opens at the oh, Legion. I'm just going to say Titan, dude. Yeah, I know maybe that's so. wrong, but I'm going to go with Titan. Anyway, the thing that was interesting is that <laughs> that night on the 1st, October 1st, when Beyond Fest, um, the Beyond Fest weekend starts, because technically it starts uh, on Wednesday, the 29th. With Titan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Halloween Kills opens on the 1st. That's the same night that Hall & Oates are at the Hollywood Bowl. And if you know the geography, they share a lot of the same parking. <laughs> yeah, man. Good luck. <laughs> it's going to be a Get there nightmare. Early. What a nightmare. Uh, and that carries over. Park in- down on Wilshire and walk. <laughs> Okay, go the best thing, the best move, go park at Universal for, for the Metro. And then like, I, I don't know, man, lift or something over there. Cause that's the, that's the way to do it. Just take the train into Hollywood and then just walk <laughs> and walk over there. Yeah, It's not that bad. You can get off at Western walk 20 blocks. It's fine. Yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's better at the end of the night too. After you've just seen Halloween and you, you're walking back, you know, at midnight yeah. trying to dodge all the people leaving the bowl <laughs> and trying not to be robbed on your way back to Western. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they have any more interference because there's two and last more set shows back to back, the fifth and the sixth, the next following Tuesday and Wednesday. And I think nothing else is at the Legion in that time frame. 
So it's like, I, I think that isn't, I mean, would you not, even though it's not necessary, you know, on our agenda, but Halloween kills is probably the, the biggest title in the whole beyond fest. As far as desire, people want this movie is the most looked after movie on the list for most people, as far as the majority of the audience goes. Sure. And it's also the most, con- most difficult to get to probably that night. So yeah, they had a big problem with ticket sales. Things kind of shit the bed on Friday morning to where they had to reset everything up and try it again on Saturday. And that mostly went okay without too much. Yeah, mostly. Mostly okay. Um, one of the things we didn't point out in our, our uh, announcement on Thursday was, and maybe we just read it wrong, but I can't believe both of us read it wrong because you... You're, you know, you're my perpetual, hey, Corey, read, can you, your reading comprehension blows, dude. Look closely. <laughs> and, but neither one of us saw the RSVP thing being noted just for the day of the events. We didn't, neither one of us saw that. So maybe that's something that changed overnight. I don't know. Oh, no, no. It was, it was there. I, I think we did talk about it. Maybe we just, maybe we nipped it out of the, uh, I think. Maybe so. I think we may, it just got nipped in the edit, dude. You know, it's, not, it's unimportant <laughs> shit. Come it, on. It happens. Uh, you would see for yourself. Anyway, the RSVPs that, you know, for all the free events, like in the Allison's birthday um, restoration, that screen. South of Heaven. But South of Heaven specifically, it's the day of the event and the morning of the event. In this case, for South of Heaven, it's going to be October 2nd. The screen is at 7 o'clock at Los Feliz 3 that night. And 9 a.m. Pacific is when those RSVPs are going to be available. Hopefully, the you know, the, here's the thing. There's a ton of RSVPs for events, um, not just at Los Feliz, but I think at the Arrow also on the second. I, I'm truly, I, I mean, it's something that has something to do with the location because, you know, I, I know the Arrow is a, is an old school theater and not desirable by some, but sometimes you get a title there, you just have to go see. I would say the thing, you know, what's weird is I don't ever, once I'm there at the Arrow, I always enjoy myself, but it's getting to the Arrow and yeah. finding parking yeah. and then leaving are all undesirable. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, it's problematic. Well, New York Ninja is still available on the second. Uh, if you're interested in one of the other things that we didn't talk about on the third, we mentioned Freddy versus Jason and your next and evil dead, but it was, didn't come to my attention until Friday that it's a triple feature. And I, and I think it surprised a lot of people too, because somebody well, had to ask. It starts at 7.30. Yeah, 7.30. <laughs> it's starting at 7.30 with Freddy versus Jason, You're Next, and Evil Dead. Now, as a reminder, they have somebody speaking for every single one of these things. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, right? Because <laughs> Fetty's going to be there, and Shannon and Swift are going to be there for Freddy versus Jason. They're the writers. And, and Wingard and Barrett are going to be there for the intro and Q&A. Who the fuck's going to stay for the Q&A for your next? Diehards. I, dude, I guess so. But the evil... People who don't to, have to get up on Monday? According to this, Evil Dead is the last thing that's screening. I mean, seriously, dude. Even Swift moving. Just well, you know what you could do? You could watch Freddy versus Jason, take a nap during your next, and then watch <laughs> Evil Dead. That's what I would do. Well, now you just probably spend two hours, those 90 minutes, trying to find a re- relocating your vehicle. No, I mean, I just sleep in the theater. <laughs> well, you got to move your car. Oh, that's true. Right. Like every two hours. Yeah. Cause it's a drag down there. That's, I mean, you would already be kind of pressed by having the movie and the Q and a, you'd be kind of like, I'm not waiting for the Q and a, I got to peace out. Well, 
Can't you? Uh, but, but I think on Sundays, I think you you, you don't have to move your car because I think I think it's till nine p.m. Right on weeknights is like when the parking. Mm. You know, but I think on the weekend, I think it's like it's earlier, perhaps. Maybe. I would hope because otherwise, you know, Santa Monica meter maid's going to be making a bank <laughs> writing all these people tickets. Yeah, there's going to be a lot going on there. I mean, this might be another one of those situations too. You know, maybe tool yourself in. But being things that, the way they are these days with COVID, I don't want to be in some stranger's car. Ignore the fact on the difficulties of parking, the difficulties of getting there or whatever. Ignore all that. Like you said, when you're sitting down there, you're rocking. But eight hours with, with the Q&As, that's a long time, especially when you finally get out of there at three in the morning or where the hell it's going to be. But yeah, I mean, when. Look at Freddy versus Jason. If that's the first one up, that's 97 minutes. If everything starts on time, right? 20 minute Q&A. Yep. You're, dude, you, you're not even getting to the second movie until 10 o'clock. Oh yeah, I'd um, say at, at the earliest. And then <laughs> they're all long. They're not short movies. They're all a solid 92 to 97 minutes. That's all. That's, Again, if you were just watching things and giving chance to, people a chance to take a piss, 15 minutes in between each screening, right? Yeah, man. Forgetting the Q&A. Forget that part of it. And you're, and also, and, you know, you, you want to be buying some junk out in the lobby yeah. and, you know, and, and do, and I can say this about the era, yeah. smallest bathrooms of any of these retro theaters, <laughs> and with the exception of maybe the New Beverly. Oh yeah. I agree with that. Uh, but New Beverly is just a stall, isn't it? Like, you yeah, literally, the, when you open the door, you're in the toilet. Yeah, you, you actually, when you open the door, you hit people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, hi there. Yeah. If I was in my 20s, I would even, it's like, forget about it, no problem. But a double bill, I think we both looked at, we thought it was like a double bill, right? We thought it was, we, we thought it was just you're next and Evil Dead or you next and Freddy versus Jason, or I forget what it was. But the fact of throwing it all together is like, I don't know. Is that a last minute thing that I, I don't know. I, I can't tell for sure what happened there. The last time I went to a triple feature at the Arrow, I did manage to get all the way through it, but it was Phantasm and Casarelli was there. And then we went right into three o'clock high <laughs> and then into 10 to midnight with Charles Bronson. And so, but it was funny because dude, the place was still kind of as packed at the beginning at the end. So, I mean, people that do go out, they do, I mean, this is all post or pre COVID. So who knows now, but you know, when people do show up, they tend to stick it out, I guess. I mean, you know, if you're going to make the effort, but man, it seems like an <laughs> awful long time. If you got to go move your car. Yeah. Four times. <laughs> The, the, out of all the movies, though, that still have tickets available, I have to say I'm surprised regardless of where the location is. I'm surprised that there's so many things are still available. You know, I mean, granted, New York Ninja, 7.30 on a Saturday night, you probably have better things to do. And I think one of the reasons, too, maybe why we're seeing or not seeing all the tickets sell out at the Arrow um, for New York Ninja is I think people, I think a lot of people have an interest in seeing South of Heaven and they don't want, there's pointless to buy tickets for it, Right. They're probably waiting to RSVP for Allison's birthday. And then after that, South of Heaven's going to be going. So that's that's the back-to-back at Los Feliz that same day. So you got the you got that documentary about folk, folk horror at, at um, 1.30 in the afternoon, then Allison's birthday at 5, and then South of Heaven at 7. So if you, and again, those are all three RSVP events, and you're not going to, it's going to be a weird one, man, because all those RSVP tickets for, for the second go on, uh, make availability on the night at 9 o'clock. They're all the same time. 
Right. So you're going to have to have friends tag team you at the same time to try to get the tickets for you, for yourselves. Also, I'm going to say this titan is short for titanium. Um, She has a titanium plate in her skull. It's like the car and she comes back to kill people or some shit. Something like that. Isn't that what it is? Uh, Yeah. This is the one where she becomes, she's a car and she goes around murdering people. It's like Christine, but um, a person manifesting themselves as Christine. Right, because they took a piece of the car and used it as a, <laughs> the titanium car and put it on her brain. Dude, that's so wacky. Oh yeah, yeah I mean it looks good. I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll definitely check it out. The trailer, I oh, love the trailer. The trailer's wacky, dude. I remember, yeah, yeah I saw the trailer because like it started making its rounds as far as the, the notoriety already had happened. I think they already had the screening at Cannes, and it was like, <laughs> wow. I almost, I almost didn't watch the trailer because I'm like, this sounds like something I just want to be, it's kind of like malignant because the malignant trailer really does not tell you what the movie is and that's good. But this, I feel like might tell you too much about this movie. I don't want to ruin anything, but it looks completely nutty and I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, dude, it's the totally, it's the kind of movie you'd expect to see at Beyond Fest. And what's really fun too is like, it, it opens that night um, at the Hollywood Legion Theater on the 29th, but that same night, they're having a drive-in version of it too. They're having a drive-in screening. Now that movie seems kind of like that's so perfect, right? It's the yeah, only man, drive-in totally. screening they're doing through the whole thing. Yeah. It looks like one of those crazy weird Ozploitation movies from the 80s that you'd see like at a drive-in. New World Pictures presents yep. dead-in drive-in. <laughs> so crazy. I'm, that one looks really fun. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually stoked because both the, they sold out both. Both the, the one at the indoor theater and the drive-in both sold out, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I, yeah, I kind of knew those things were going to go quick. I, I want to say this, and this is kind of part of my second deal, but it, I'm going to work it into this because I keep hoping every year that Beyond Fest, some, some way, somehow, they're going to do a Sinjin Suzuki double feature with Tokyo Drifter and Branded to Kill. But it still hasn't happened. It didn't happen again this year. I'm just throwing it out there. Those two movies should be played together at Beyond Fest because they're fucking bananas. They scream to be shown on big screens here. Um, if you've never seen them, they're crazy, super bizarro, late 60s. I want to say they're like Japanese filmmaking mashed up with French new wave uh, sensibility. It, they're just fucking madcap crazy movies. I think Suzuki was f- almost fired by the studio <laughs> when Jeez. he was delivering his dailies because they were so off the wall and so weird. But I mean, you know, they are available. I think you can watch them on Criterion. I know that I know that they both have Blu-ray releases, but I keep hoping at some point. <laughs> We're going to get these at Beyond Fest. So there's my pitch if anybody's listening or cares. I think that's fair. Oh, there's one other movie that we kind of, I overlooked. I meant to talk about on Thursday, but we were kind of pressed for time. So I'll mention it now. Uh, I've, I just got around to watching Nia DaCosta's Candyman on Friday and really enjoyed it. And the, the, the link to Bernard Rose's original Candyman. I want to talk about the fact that Bernard Rose, his new film, Traveling Light, is at the closing weekend of Beyond Fest on the 10th. And it reunites him with Tony Todd. Um, but it also has Stephen Dorff and Olivia Dabo in it. It sounds really trippy, dude. <laughs> it's that I don't want to just, just I'll, I'll put a link to it so you guys can kind of check it out. Uh, it's pretty wacky. And this one's going to be at, at Los Feliz. Like I said, it's the closing weekend of Beyond Fest. But 
one thing is Bernard Rose, man, he makes visually stunning movies and this movie looks to be no exception to that. No, God, why would it be? I would hope not. Especially when you see the premise. For I just like the cast, dude. Yeah, the cast rocks, dude. Uh, uh, Danny Houston, too. I don't, and, and I don't want to overlook him and being it. If you're interested in seeing Traveling Light blindly um, and you're in town in LA, um, it, the RSVP will, as we mentioned earlier, are day of. So 9 a.m. on October 10th. Those tickets will be available at the, for the Los Feliz 3. I, again, it sucks. I'm, I'm really interested in going to see it, but again, it's a Sunday screening and it's football season. I'm kind of like locked Yeah, man. <laughs> totally. I get it. I'm with you. We both talked about how much we're, how excited we were for Udo Kier, the double yeah. feature, right? Right. Blood for Drag is still not sold out yet. The, the closing movie of the, the, the whole thing is still not sold out yet. That surprises me, man. I really thought that that would be sold out by now. Yeah, right? Because Udo's there, dude. He's doing a QA. and a right? Oh, that's going to be priceless, dude. I would just go just for the Q&A. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm excited for anybody that gets to see it. I can't because, again, football season. <laughs> Uh, it's 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 so great. The the if you look at Beyond Fest website and you look at the photograph that they're using, it's oh yeah, man. He's just a. And, I mean, and I don't think he looks like Steve Buscemi from King of New York. <laughs> we just mentioned Stephen Dorf, and 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 I'm going to make a little connection of why it was so cool that that Udo was cast in Blade, the first Blade movie, is because this is what this is the movie I knew him from before I really saw him in more things as 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 an adult. It's complete, movies come completely wacky, and he's so good in it. He's Udo. He's Udo. Udo's great. Yeah, he's awesome. Anyway, well, that's, that's pretty much I think, it. Yeah, um, I think that's we think we kicked it. We kicked the start. Kicked it Monday. Kicked Monday in the butt. Oh shit. Anyway, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, it's at Karate Pod or Instagram, it's at Karate Pod. Or if you want to follow us on Letterboxd, um, you can follow Corey at Corey underscore Culp. Or if you want to support the show on Patreon, thank you, Patreon supporters. That's patreon.com slash KITG podcast. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at Beyond Fest Breaks the Internet on Letterboxd. <laughs> or not. Perhaps Tom Cody at Letterboxd or at Rock and Roll 33 on your Instagram. 